without the drive. Call 218-631-2515. This is the Morning Sports Desk on a Tuesday, July 26th. All right, you ready to do this, Corey? I think I'm ready. All right, what are we ready to do? Uh, whatever you want to do. All right, well, there, this is pressing news, breaking news, okay. something that uh, you need to know about. Klondike is retiring the Choco Taco. Can I admit something to you right now? Yeah. I've never had one of them. I have never had the Choco Taco. They're, I literally could not care. The Choco Taco. So... Uh, if I believe the package, uh, if I believe I read the packaging right, it's like ice cream with chocolate on top of it, but the, and it's a taco form, except it's just a waffle cone replacing like a tortilla shell. I think it doesn't sound bad, but I don't know. I, yeah, I've, I've never had one. It was always a, a luxury, you know, to get a Klondike bar. I just, who's... I don't know. I I have seen that. It's like taking over the. It's like taking over social media. What? The Choco Taco's gone. I'm like, I don't know. Not only have I never had one, I have never once heard anyone clamor over a Choco Taco ever in my entire life. Well, the reason that Klondike is getting rid of it uh, was uh, they're being discontinued this month due to an unprecedented spike in demand for different Klondike products. Sure. So yeah, there, there you go. Oh, by the way, it's also topped with peanuts. That's uh, that's also a thing on the chocolate. Yeah, I'm taco. sure it's wonderful. I would, I'm sure I would love it. It first came around in 1983. Cool. 1983, so, great year, probably. You know, uh, it was even a, at a Taco Bell for a period of time. You could get a Choco Taco with your tacos at 20 different Taco Bell locations. It's part of Klondike's 100-year anniversary. That's all I got, which brings the age-old question, Corey. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Literally nothing. (laughs) I would do nothing. You would do nothing. I would do like most people do, and I would go to the convenience store, and if it was the only option left in the ice cream bin, I would get it. I don't think I've ever had a Klondike bar, I'll be honest. I mean, like I don't the, know. Have you ever had ice cream before? That's the, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There's just a lot better options. No, no. There's no. There's just other options. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't know. If better is the right word. There's just, just seems like it's ice. It's just ice cream. Yeah. You you can't screw up ice cream. I think that's the big takeaway. Is that Klondike is kind of that higher end. It's always a little more expensive. But you know, there there's the Kemp's ice cream just staring you in the face, and that seems a lot cheaper. I don't know. I literally just buy it. I just, I just look in the bin. Like a Klond, you know, the Klondike sometimes is like individually wrapped. You know, it's a little more a la carte. You know, like the coolers that they have. Yeah. So I just grab what looks good. I just grab what looks good. And I, not only have I never had a Choco Taco, I've never even seen one. Like in real life. I've never that seen that it would have even one, been no. an option for me. I've seen it in like store freezers and things like that. But yeah, I can't say I've ever seen anybody go into town on a Choco Taco. Oh wow. Hope that's not the last Choco Taco. Well, there you go. That wraps a up a Choco Taco eat, Tuesday. I don't eat anything that has oh, the word chalk in it. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Who wants to eat chalk? Uh <laughs> you know? That's a good question. Um 
No, I'd rather ha- I think I'd probably ha- rather have a regular taco. You just would you put ice cream in it or just just a taco? Hey, we're going to give you uh, an ice cream taco or a regular taco. You mean like with beef and cheese and tomatoes and some hot sauce? Yeah, that. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll I'll take a couple of those, please. But how about for dessert? I'll just eat another taco. <laughs> My dessert is having a second taco. Here's my, my hot that take is, is that different. Choco Tacos were overrated anyway. I, you know, I was thinking about, I was actually thinking about this this morning too. Um, who is the historical figure who actually has contributed the least to actual history? Like who's someone who's super fan, as like a historic, someone you would consider a historical figure who actually didn't really contribute all that much? Is it like Queen Elizabeth or something? Yeah, I mean. Or like, like her son? Any of the royal family? Any of the royal family, like from Queen Elizabeth to newer? Cause probably Queen Elizabeth's dad was like pretty involved in one of the world wars. Yeah. You know? The first world war. She's so old. <laughs> Incredible. Um, <laughs> like, is there, you know, who's the, I mean, there's a, a number of presidents, right? Yeah. Who, like, who are just kind of there. They existed. They were, they may have been fine, but like, yeah. How dare you say that about my favorite president, William Henry Harrison? Well, that's definitely, <laughs> he's, but I would, <laughs> you know, when you make it only 30 days, you actually get in. You actually count for a different reason. <laughs> Your impact many... was that you were so unimpactful. Correct. That actually, you know, like then you step into James Buchanan territory. If like you were so, like you were so ineffective at an age where presidents were supposed to be ineffective, right? And yeah, anyway, so that's a history lesson for another day. How, who's the most? Let's let's go back. Who's the most recent president to have contributed nothing historically? Ah, uh, so like. Like you would say, the it's been kind of historically a historical this back and forth from Trump to Biden like that that um, process was pretty bananas. Um, from uh, well, Trump obviously I think he counts. Obama counts as the first black president. You know, uh, W was had, like uh, president over eleven. You know. Clinton had the Monica Lewinsky thing. Or is it? It, it might be. Is, George, it, is it Bush Senior? I think it might be. I mean, you, unless you count the Americans with Disabilities Act. I mean, I I mean that's important. It's impactful. But is it like, like shouldn't have we probably already been doing that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and how much is a president responsible for a single piece of legislation? It's up to you. The point is, if you go back, because now if you go to like. Uh, you could say Nixon. he was president during Desert Storm, I guess. You know, yeah. you know Nixon. Nixon counts. You know, did, did Reagan really do anything? Really? I mean, uh, like, it's before my time. It's before my time. Who's in between there? Who? Who else am I missing? Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter. Gerald Ford might be the one. I God mean, bless it, Gerald Ford, right? But like, like, like he he came in unprecedented circumstances but once he actually was in the job he just kind of was there yeah i mean jimmy carter had the hostage crisis right yeah that was immediately resolved yeah i mean i i don't know he left i i'm 
I don't want to get it wrong, so I, I'm going to go with that. I'm ha- I'm happy to get it wrong. You know how many people are listening right now? Like you guys are st- idiots. I mean, Every president is the most important president we've ever had, which might be true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. I will happily, I will willfully admit that I'm dumb. Is there any? Is there anybody else? Like what? Sort, I think the fact about, like, that we can't think of one. If there's one we missed, I think it counts as one how about, that was unimpacted. How about an overrated American historical figure? Like, like Ben Franklin, totally not overrated. Probably perfectly rated. Yeah. Uh, is Paul Revere overrated? No, nah, I, I think he had his place. I think he, I think he had his place. How about, um, how about is Buzz Aldrin underrated? Because I, honestly, Buzz it's, Aldrin, it's one mission. You, like you're the first two people on the moon. You can make that case. But also, like we talked about this off the air before, there's 14 people that have been into space, and we know two of their names. Right. Like, that, if that's what constant, like, when you're a kid, you're like, I want to be an astronaut. I'm going to be so cool. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah, famous. Yeah. And then you've been on the moon, and nobody even knows who you are. Yeah. And then there's people who, you know. Every do... astronaut who's touched the moon, who's not Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin, underrated. Yeah. Let's see. Overrated. Is there an overrated American historical figure? Uh, Let's exclude presidents to avoid being overly political. Um, see, now I got to think about this because, like, the, you know, like uh, one of the Rockefellers, but that's like Industrial Revolution stuff. That's really important. Yeah. This is a great question. This is a great question. We're gonna, we probably should put this on pause and come back to We're it. We're like, not tomorrow. smart enough for this question. Yeah, we got to put this question on pause and like come back to it tomorrow <laughs> when we have like a, when we have some time to think of an answer. I love this. This is awesome. Uh, it's Twins Tuesday today. You want to do that quick? Yeah, Twins Tuesday. Let's do it. All right, we've got uh, uh, the number twenty-two on a Twins Tuesday. Number twenty-two. Fifty-three players. Where the, have worn the number 22 in Twins and Senators history. Uh, the most recent current player just got called back up to the Major League Club, of course, right? Miguel Sano is back. And just on a quick side note, I'm fine with it. I know some people might think he doesn't have a place on this team, but raise your hand if you think that Gilberto Celestino was moving the needle more than potentially Miguel Sano could. So I, I'm okay with Sano coming back. If he struggles, then you gotta figure it out, but I'm okay with giving him another chance. He was mashing the ball in AAA, so. You may remember that Danny Valencia wore the number 22. My guy for, Danny Valencia, for one yeah. Short stint. I believe he wore number 19. He for, wore 19, and then in and 2012 he changed it, and I think he got DFA'd that season, so. The greatest number 22 in Twins history, though, is? Brad Radke. Brad Radke. But you forgot Carlos Gomez. I saw a, a video just this morning of Carlos Gomez when he played for Milwaukee, hit a towering, screaming ball down the left field line mm-hmm. that went foul, but he didn't know it, so he ran the bases anyway. And he just—he was so far, he just ran him all the way back. He Might didn't as well turn around. Finish. <laughs> Snapping his bat over his knee. Uh, he wore uh, the t- uh, number twenty-two. 08 to 09. So, like, it's, he was just not around that Carlos long. Gomez had a brief but memorable twin stint. Brad Radke, 95 to 06, was when uh, he wore it. Let's see. Any other fun names um, that are worth mentioning? Um, not not really. Uh, Buzz Dozier wore it in 1947. He was one of three players to wear the number in 1947. I thought you were going to say Buzz Aldrin. 
Uh, that would have been uh, hilarious. Let's see. There was there was one that was a good one. Oh, um, of course, all the old school names are awesome. In 1936, Chick Star wore the number 22. Chicks? Like Chick or Chicks? Chick, like like singular. Chick Star. Chick Star. Uh, in 1934, Gus Dugas wore it. Gus Dugas. Also in 1934, Reese Diggs. Okay. And in 1931, Jackie Hayes. It's a good old day to come to the old ballpark. Jackie Hayes, three for four yesterday with two doubles. Yeah. Love ah, it. I can a, see it's it. A, it's a great old school name. All right. That's it. All right. Uh, any Vikings things we want to touch on? Um, I was looking at their rosters. They get ready to officially open camp tomorrow. Um, and let's just, uh, let's stay with the numbers thing, CJ. Okay. Let's look at numbers 1 through 10 on the Vikings roster. Only one of those numbers is not worn by a Vikings player on the current roster. Ooh. Number 1 is Greg Joseph. Correct. Alexander Madison just changed to number 2. That's correct. Good job. Uh, Number 3... Uh, I feel like somebody had to switch to number three, but I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it on hold. Okay. As I go to the next one, Dalvin Cook is now number four. That's right. Uh, number five. I know there was a somebody, one of the defensive backs. I think. Okay. Switch. Wait, was Cam Dancer number three? Cam Dancer was yes. number three. Okay. All right. You got to okay. go a little quicker. Okay. Cam Dancer was number three. Number five. Uh, pass. Number six is Lewis Seen. Number seven is Pat Pete. Number eight is Kirk Cousins. I don't have a number nine, and I don't know a number ten. So fill me in on the rest. Uh, five, nine, number and ten. five is Ty Smith, cornerback. Okay. Wouldn't have got that. Uh, number nine is Tristan Jackson, a wide receiver. There is no number 10. No number 10. All right. Good job on the Alexander was, Madison. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the one that's tripped you up. I just saw a picture of him the other day, like a Vikings promotional picture. So that, that's what got I me. I learned so. it today. <laughs> <laughs> you were today years old. Uh huh. All right. There goes Corey. This has been an interesting morning sports desk on a Choco Taco Tuesday, on a Twins Tuesday and a, a Vikings Tuesday. I, I guess we don't quite get that alliteration, but we'll wrap it up Tuesday, July 26th.